what is lean? Yeah. So it says a new drug called lean is becoming popular among teens. Local substance abuse expert tells parents how to spot use of drug use. Somebody retweeted it and was like, they quoted Richard Pryor, was like, they call it an epidemic now. That means white folks are doing it. Right. Yes. New drug. That been like, out since the early 2000s. Yeah, what you mean? Like New drug. Everyone has had lean at least once. Like Oh, we got a new review. Yes. Yes. Like yes, at, yes, at least once. Everyone, I had lean in college. Wow. On accident. Okay. I was going to say, wow, we're getting real personal here on no, this show. No, I didn't realize that it was <laughs> New lean. heights on that. Girl, <laughs> my whole <laughs> Being vulnerable makes you relatable. I learned that during Ignite yes, the it, Influence. Yes, it does. Shout out to Ignite the Influence. But yeah, like, um, Girl, I went to like my friends going away party, mm-hmm. and like you know we're drinking, everything's cool, you know whatever. And I would say about like my fifth cup, I was like, "This don't taste like Robitussin to y'all." Like, like what's going on? Oh no! And my friend just kind of looked at me like, "I was like, does this taste like Robitussin to you?" She was like, "Charlotte's lean." I was like, "Bitch." Why wouldn't you tell me? Because because you drugged us, like because lean is like Robitussin and like Sprite or something, right? Yeah, and girl, and like so you put like I guess like fruit punch or something in it. I will never ever forget that party. That's crazy. Oddly enough, I should have forgotten it. <laughs> I mean, listen, you probably wouldn't forget that if, you know I, if you can remember it. I yeah. would never forget. I was like. What? Now, mind you, I'm on cup number five, number six now. I'm like, oh, oh, you was drinking it. I mean, because it tastes drink- like juice. You was drinking, but drinking. I, it. I knew it was liquor in it, but I was just like, yo, this don't. Oh, sis. This don't taste like a. Oh no, no. Medicine? I'm bugging. Oh no, no. She looked at me like, <laughs> <laughs> like bitch. Dang, drugging people. Had y'all out here still tipping on faux faux. Okay. Oh no, no, I don't I mean, like that. Listen, it was a good. We had a good time at the party. Shoddy. We had a good time, but it was just like that was like that's a thing that was like specific to Atlanta at one point, though, right? Yeah, and then when Future came out, that's when it got like that's right. Cause Future, he, and then they called it Dirty Sprite. Oh, that's what it's called now. He he named his mixtapes after it, so just like you know, just kind of stuck. Oh wow, he must have been a big fan of it. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I I didn't know Dirty. I thought I don't know what I thought Dirty Sprite was. I didn't know that. What, was. Did, what did you think Dirty Sprite was? Is that didn't tell us. What did you think? I, I, think? I don't know. I think you should just tell us. I don't know what I thought. Being vulnerable. <laughs> no, no, you ain't going to set me up out here. So all, all of them could be roasting me in the comments. Just, I don't have time just for tell this. Us. I don't have time for this. Just I'm, tell us what you thought it was. I don't know what I thought it was. I just like, oh, Dirty Sprite. I'm like, maybe my man was just like, you know, on some drugs. and was like, I'm going to name my album Dirty Sprite. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's fine. That sounds nasty. Like, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Sprite is too good of a soda. It is good soda. To call it dirty. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? That's not right. Oh, my God. Especially when you get, like, a fresh one. Oh, Ooh. that McDonald's Sprite. Oh, my God. I don't know what they got What, what they got going. McDonald's sodas just taste better. If That the McDonald's Sprite will, like, it It could grow hair on your chest. No, like, seriously. <laughs> They're Coke, too. Oh, my God, yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. Like, it Pepsi? Wait, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I come from a Pepsi family. Coke is a superior soda. Is it, though? Let's let's look at Coke products versus Pepsi products. Coke used to literally have cocaine in it. Coke, <laughs> Sprite, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you got Pepsi, Sierra Mist. Like, I mean, you they know changed I mean? the name of that Sierra Mist, I think, too. Somebody Even told worse. Me 
Listen, it don't matter because Pepsi is the superior one. Sprite has LeBron as the spokesperson. Pepsi has who? Way better commercials. We had Beyonce. Thank you. When did Beyonce do a Pepsi commercial? She did. I'm a grown woman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had Beyonce. We had Britney. We, we had Britney Spears, Pink, and Beyonce in a um a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, but Coca Cola runs the world. I mean, it's it's Coca Cola. I mean, listen, when you're capitalist like that and you want to take over the world and you're money hungry, you will do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Doesn't Pepsi run with the NFL? Yo, first of all, you Super talking. Bowl? First of all, I don't, like, I don't like the way. The Pepsi halftime performance. Well, I'm glad you know. Yeah. Does NFL, the racist? What? Like, <laughs> just, what meanwhile, ever. Coke is with the NBA. I just wanted to put that out there. Whatever. <laughs> Pepsi's still better than Coke. House is divided. House is divided. I mean, really. <laughs> we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll. It, it, we'll do a poll. And it's Pepsi. Oh, yep. my gosh. Okay. I think we could go ahead and um, start the show. <laughs> I think we could go ahead and start the show. That's sure. Sure. Oh, gosh. Uh, Let's do it. Hey everyone! What is happening? What's happening? Episode thirty-three. Thirty-three in the building. What's pop? Oh, it's my it's my age episode. Oh yay! You got it. You tell me. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, welcome back. I'm your girl CRT. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we got a fun list for y'all today. I know. This is a fun list. I can't wait to get into these topics. Yeah. This is like I've this is one of the few times I'm actually like excited to like talk about everything on yeah, the list. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, we, like we gotta talk about it. Yeah. But I don't we don't wanna talk about it. No. Disclaimer, like literally. Yeah. So So yeah. Too much. Um but before we do all of that, sis, what can't you wrap your head around? Okay. So, over the weekend, I went to an event. I took some pictures, posted them on Instagram. And, of course, on Instagram, that means they get posted to Facebook. Mm -hmm. And some guy that I went to school with, he commented on it and said, still pressure. I saw your tweet about it. Like, what does that mean? Had no idea. I was like, should I be offended? Like, what does still pressure mean? So, I went to Twitter Mm -hmm. to educate myself. And I can't wrap my head around this new way of flirting. I'm like, still pressure? So once I was told that still pressure means that I'm fine, mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. But I was just like, oh. Sis, you're supposed to know what that means. And yes. I if, if, like, remember back in the day, it's like, you know, they'd be like, hey, yo, 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 my, you cute, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. If some dude came up to me, like, came up to me, was like, yo, you still pressure. The f- what am, how do I respond to that? You say thanks. Or no. You say, or you say, I know. Or you say, pressure makes diamonds. Oh. Pressure bus pipes. Well, now I can say that because now that I know what it means, but I can't wrap my head around this new way of flirting. Sherelle, I need you to keep up with the times, all right? What? First of all, you are on TikTok. You're supposed to know what this stuff means. Where We are literally hanging out with the younger generation that can talk. I don't have time. <laughs> and form logical opinions. You're supposed to know what that means. I don't, I, like, I when I say I had to ask, I was like, when I saw, I was like, how she don't know what that I means? really had no idea what that meant. I was like, what is still pressure? Oh, my God. Even to the point my mom was like, who is this comment that's talking about you still pressure? And I was like, girl. Oh, my God. 
now I know it was like you know you still fine girl you got it I was like oh okay oh, I was like oh my god but um it's it's supposed to be a term of endearment yeah so I'll there. I take it but I can't wrap my head around I can't wrap my head around this new this new form of flirting um the new slang yeah the new slang is I don't know. The new slang is different. Very. I still don't understand cap or no cap or some caps. That took me a minute yeah. to understand, but I got it now. Cap, cap and crunch. I can't really keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. I do not understand that one. It's a hard one for me to understand. No cap means like, like you know what? I don't even know how to describe it, but I know what it means. See? It's like no cap means it's like, yo... If you know how to explain no cap or cap, can you please, can someone please explain it to me? Because I do not understand it. I do not get it. It's like no cap, no, no lie, I think. Well, so, okay, so somebody was like, you capping. Am, am I lying? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I don't understand why you can't just say you lying. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like. Right. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So it's like still pressure. You could have been like, you still fine. Yeah. Yeah. They they could have. You are absolutely correct. Yes. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Period. Anyways, Period. what can't you wrap your head around? Um, mine's is very simple. Um, Sunday I try to go and get my eyebrows done. Mm-hmm. And the place wasn't open. I thought they would be, but that's fine. Um, I go there yesterday. They're not open again. Oh. <laughs> and they really just opened up the floodgates for my mother to roast me about my eyebrows. What? And I Yo. can't wrap my head around it. She told me I look like Anthony Davis. <gasps> um, so I will be having to recover from that. Uh, Miss Stephanie. After, after this episode, I will need a week to recover. Um, he did just get married over the weekend, so. What they got to do this? Eye- did he trim his eyebrows? No, you know, he's he's copy Like, that's that's a moneymaker for him. Why would she say that to the me? The brow. Why would she say that to me? Dang, Miss Stephanie. That really, you know, that really hurt me. Like, why would she say that to me? I ain't going to front. I, I got my glasses on because my eyebrows look a hot mess. So I hope Sean roast me. You'll be next. Damn. You'll be next. Damn. Because she has no filter. It is not fair. Yeah, she had to. Yeah. Your eyebrows look great. Yeah, I just got them, I got them done today. And oh. They were finally open. So they opened, They weren't open on Sunday? or Oh, that makes. No, yeah. but Monday they was, they was closed because they were short-staffed. Dang, you that short staff? You got a close? I know. Maybe Walmart should do that since ain't no registers ever open. Ever. Okay. Although, you know what? I went to the Walmart over in university area. <gasps> Are you I, okay? I, I will, that's where the, what's the name was at? The baby shower or whatever. Oh. Um, and it was, the line moved pretty fast. Wow. I know. I couldn't believe it. Especially that one. Yeah. You For just... those who don't know, like the university area Walmart is ghetto. Ghetto. It's not as bad as the one on Wilkerson. I haven't been to the one on Don't do in a while. It. Don't ever do it. They put the um they put mm-hmm. the one over there, university area, they got the little um things for you can like if you got like the plug in thing, they got those little the cars that plug that Oh, they, oh, electric cars? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I was surprised that they put them at that one though. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like very surprised. You know, like it's giving me more arboretum vibes. Definitely. Or South End, South Park area. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. They, actually, they wouldn't even put a Walmart in South Park. That's the bad part. I know. I was over there, too. I bought some books. Yes. Where'd you buy books at in the South Park area? Where'd you buy book? The Barnes & Noble's over there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I mean, you know, I was over there. I was like, I finished a photo shoot. And I was like, let me just go. I wasn't, I hadn't, mm. you know, I had every intention of buying books. I was about to lie. Yeah. I was about to lie. No, I had every intention of buying books. 
you, you read all the other books? First of all, when you you talking kind of loud, and I'm just and asking. No, no, no. I feel like I like, feel like you talking really loud. All them, just like y'all be saying, you don't like people be like, you got lipsticks, you ain't wore yet. So like, have you read all the books? I feel like you're being disrespectful. No, right? I'm just I'm just no, asking a simple no, question. It feels disrespectful because I'm seeing. First of all, there's books not even on the shelf. There's no room for those books. Are those the new books? You asking a lot of questions. I'm just asking. You're asking a lot of questions. I think we should start the show. One, two, three, four, five, six. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to put a blanket over my shelf when she come over here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let a sister live. Listen, I love it. All right, y'all. That's it. Let's get into the show. A mess. All right. First things first, we got to talk about it right at the gate. You already know the vibes. Ooh. Y'all fa- your auntie's favorite websites was down this okay, week. Okay, down say? bad. Down bad. Facebook, Instagram, and What's Up, all owned by Mark Zuckerberg's, um, <laughs> was shut down, what, yesterday, right? Girl. And uh, a lot of y'all uh, re- uh, rejoined Twitter. Okay, girl. <laughs> people that I, like, first of all, it's the fact that, like, I'm still following these people on Twitter. Like, oh, you ain't tweeted in, in forever. Because we are avid Twitters. At Twitterers. Okay, we, we, we are definitely part of the black Twitter community. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yes. Um, Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, and it, like when I say it just comes at a really, really odd time. Well, not at an odd time, but like perfect timing. So, um, for those that still watch 60 minutes, like, <laughs> yes, I watch 60 minutes sometimes. My dad's an avid 60 minutes watcher, um, watcher. So literally, um, uh, 60 minutes had a segment about called the Facebook whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically a whistleblower is somebody that has all the tea. And it's about to spill it. They about to blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. <laughs> well, sis blew the whistle and blew it loudly. Very okay. Much so. All right. Uh, so Frances Haugen. Yes. Haugen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she claims that the um, that Facebook is just wrong. Really, just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of watched a little bit of it. Um, this young lady who ha- wasn't even at Facebook very long. She came on like right before the election, so 2019. Yep. And there was an actual she. There was she actually came on and said the only way I will come on to Facebook is if you put me um, up against. I forget the word she she used, but basically was like to combat misinformation. Basically, yes. yes. Like that's what I need to see. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be a social media manager. This chick has like a business degree from Harvard. She's very educated. She's been working for Google, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. She's she's not someone to play with out here, yep. right? Okay. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, it was a lot going on. So she basically like copied like ten thousands of pages of claims that Facebook has really been lying about the fact that they've been taking down mm-hmm. they've been taking down a lot of hate uh, hate speech. And she was talking about how. Um, Basically, it takes more. It takes less uh, to be influenced by hate and anger mm-hmm. than it is to be um, uh, influenced by positivity. When we all we all know that that's yeah. obvious. Right? So then, like, there's been a lot of claims if you've seen it on Twitter or anywhere that Facebook has been like one of the leading uh, social media sites to uh, you know fight against hate crimes and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sis pulled the rug. It was like, mm, actually, the data research shows that like they only maybe got to like three to five percent of it. Yep. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on other things, even less than that. Mm-hmm. It really is not cute at all. And then literally the very next day, you get on Instagram, <clears throat> it was like mm-hmm. Facebook. Instagram, WhatsApp. It was horrible. It was horrible. And uh, some of the stats that she brought up was one one about the the, inci- the inciting fi- violence. Yes. Um, um, there was another study that said that they did, it was more than what it was, but only they were only stopping a 0.6% of the hate speech and inciting violence on the website. And the, um, the, uh, in terms of like, like Instagram, mm-hmm. where, uh, like body issues and body positivity and whatnot, like, um, mm. it was actually like in, like in, it would increase if you, if you looked at it more or whatever, which was, um, severely affecting teenage girls. Yeah. Um, really just a whole bunch of mess. And basically Mark Zuckerberg and them was lying this whole time telling us that, oh yeah, well we, you know, we've got this whole team. Oh, and the other thing was the the civic, the civic team, civic immunity, civic, Civ- oh gosh, whatever it, they had a team specifically for, uh, looking out for, you know, misinformation and rhetoric in terms of politics. And so once the election was over, they got rid. They got, they got rid of mm-hmm. the civic that civic team. And of course, that was before January sixth. Civic integrity. The civic integrity team. They had a whole team. They had a, t- a whole team to look out for that stuff. And so once the election election was over, as soon as the election was over, they got rid of that team. And then sure enough, January sixth happened. Right. So to say that Facebook um, specifically isn't um, integral in uh, creating hate speech and. Um, Creating like we how we have this whole rhetoric around not wearing masks and whatnot. Like it is a big integral part of how we are where we are right now in this country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg literally lost six billion dollars just on Monday alone. Get your weight up, niggas. Six billion dollars. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be hurting. No. I think he'll be all right. But, you know, a lot of people were kind of talking about just Instagram and Facebook, but WhatsApp, somebody was talking about it. I thought that was really interesting. They were saying how WhatsApp is a a really key element in the way that a lot of people connect with people overseas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, International, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So think about what's going on in Haiti and other, you know, other places around the world where Mm -hmm. you really need to get in contact with your loved ones. And, you know, for six hours, you really couldn't. Like, a lot can happen in six hours. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, of course, LLC Twitter was, you know, like, take this time to start your business. Bitch, ain't nobody starting a business in six hours, okay? Girl. Just... Well, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, we have our own website and whatnot, and it's very important to have those things outside of mm-hmm. social media. But to say, and those are important, but to say it, it would be much harder to be able to make moves the way that we do without social media. Right. No, seriously. Think about, like, how centralized. Social media is a central location. Mm-hmm. And it would be almost... Like, you would have to go, like, it would have to be throwback Thursday up in here. Like, no, for real. Hustling streets, feet to the street, beat the street, shorty. Yeah. To get where you want to be. So, Honestly. say what you want, but social media is necessary for, for a lot of people. Yeah. And some people cannot f- afford a website. Yeah. Seriously. Have you paid for a website? This, all that extra stuff that you like added on, it, it added up. It ain't light. It's not light. It's not. It's not light. That's why sometimes like you see websites, you be like, who did this? It's like, you know, maybe we got to take a step back. Like, maybe this is what they could afford at the time. Mm-hmm. But they got an Instagram page. They got a Facebook page. They got a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Those are free. Yep. So, 
There you go. Too much. So, so yeah. So the reason that Facebook was down and all in was because sis was airing them out like and there were reports coming in that even like facebook employees couldn't get in the building like it was not a game oh it was shut down yeah shut down. they were like basically like um so i think there was a little bit more to it than just the it was just like mm -hmm. the whistleblower came out whoever this hacker was yeah once we learned that facebook's address is one hacker away mm-hmm and I, I think they need to rethink that well they got a whole cafe there called hackers cafe like that's their that's like their thing, their their thing. That's their thing. I just want to say that I didn't even know that Facebook and Instagram was down until about like one o'clock yes yesterday that day because my mom had called me and told me because I don't really go, I really don't go on Facebook and every once in a while, you know, then I go on Instagram to post my book stuff and then I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I had no idea. I didn't even know. I was trying to post something for the you know for the show and mm -hmm. I was just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I try to get on there and schedule it. Like, you know, it's yeah. in the drafts. And I was like, oh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was down bad. By the time <laughs> it was back up, it was like, ain't nobody paying attention right now. So mm -hmm. thank God tomorrow's another day. You know, God, you know, God willing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is not going to be the last of things that we hear about Facebook and the rest of social media. Um, I don't know. I'm worried about sis, though, because... She released her identity. So yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. No. But yeah. I think we all know what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that she stays safe. Mm -hmm. Maybe she, you know, will have some extra security. She's going to need a security detail. Because that, that was very, very brave of her. Yeah, it was. Um, and so, like, like Sis was saying, like, because uh, during the interview, was saying she copied, like, tens of thousands of pages. Like, that has got to be illegal. Right? That has to be illegal I, to, to I be taken. But, I mean, hey, girl... For the people, justice. No, yeah, no justice, real. no peace. <laughs> I swear to God. She, she had to do what she had to do. And I'm pretty sure there'll be other employees of Facebook, past employees, maybe even current employees, mm -hmm. um, you know, that will come out. Like, you know, I mean, and I think it, it kind of goes, it, it, it kind of speaks on her character. It's like when you're working for major corporations or even a small business, but you know something is just not right, it's like, all right. Yeah. Do I really want to have my name? Uh, attached yeah like do I want to have my name attached to this like mm -hmm. this ain't this is not right it's, that's what happened with Elizabeth Thanos with that little blood thing she had I'm like wait who that you know that that white lady Elizabeth that... Holmes right is that her name Thanos was the name of the the company that's right it Theranos there you said Thanos and I'm thinking Marvel the purple guy anyway the white girl from Stanford <laughs> that <laughs> fooled the entire world all of Silicon Valley, and then one of her, uh, one of her scientists was like, "Uh, yeah. what? <laughs> like this ain't right." And then that's how that whole thing failed. Oh my god! It happens. It happens. So that's listen, a mess. do right by your people. Swear to God, do the right thing. Yeah. Word to Spike Lee. So yeah, absolutely. Um. Well, speaking of people losing money, damn. Uh. Former President Donald Trump is a brokey. Hey, brokey. <laughs> <laughs> Get your weight up, brokey. <laughs> Man, girl. They, let, they let anybody become president. Girl, so if you have not known, before Donald Trump was president, he was literally one of the wealthiest men. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about in the world, but in, definitely in the United States. Yep. He was definitely like one of the wealthiest men ever. Uh, well, Ford's put out their uh, 400 list, and he had he fell off. Just read the first, the whole three, all of this, because it is they drag. Him. Okay, they are dragging him. So this is the Ford 400 list, right? <laughs> Donald Trump is worth an estimated 2.5 billion, leaving him 400 million 
short of the cutoff to make this year's Forbes 400 list of America's America's richest people. The real estate mogul is just as wealthy as he was a year ago. Damn. When he stood at number 399 on the ranking, but he is down 600 million since the start of the pandemic. Technology stocks, uh, cryptocurrencies, and other assets have thrived in the COVID era, but big city properties, which make up a bulk of uh, Trump's fortune, have languished, right? Languished. Knocking the former president out of the nation's most exclusive club. Mm -hmm. Um, This ain't like blame himself. Yep. I mean... I mean, it, it makes sense, like, especially if you're, like, investing in a bunch of these buildings. Like, people working from home. Yes. Yep. Yep. They're working from home. Mm-hmm. So who's there? Yes. Like, people are not renewing their leases. It's like, yeah, this is cool, but, um, you know, my people is getting their work done and probably and getting it done much better. Yes. Because I'm not under them. They don't got to worry about people in their cubicle. <laughs> you know, they cubicle neighbors smacking their gum. People talking loud, all that stuff like that. People sneezing and farting in the cubicle. They mm-hmm. at home in their pajamas, minding their business. Okay. Period. And this is the first time in 25 years he hasn't been on that list. That's a long time. That's a long time. That is a long time. Where's the list? I want to know who else is like who's on the list. Not him. Damn. <laughs> like I want to know. Like I want to know who's on the list because it's just like Shorty is broke. Wow. And there's actually a list of like the the 15 that are under 40. Oh wow. On the on the Forbes list. Good for them. Oh my gosh, that's but, crazy. But he ain't on it. He definitely is not. I don't know. Cryptocurrency, Sam Bakeman, even Evan Spiegel. Oh, Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Snapchat, Snapchat, cryptocurrency, Walmart. Walmart. Oh, Lucas Walton. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Stock trading at Mark Zuckerberg for now. Uh, Facebook, cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Airbnb. Cryptocurrency is the the way to be. Pipelines. Interesting. Yeah. This is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, in and out burger. Shout out to her. Oh, future husband on the list. No, she's a woman. My she's fu- actually the only woman under 40 on the Forbes 400 no, list. I said my future husband's on that list. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. They all white. Hey. Swirl gang. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I could look over that for what's this dude? Dustin Moskovitz. $24.1 billion. Facebook. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's beautiful. $24 billion? Yeah, that's would, that's a lot. I would change my name. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <You cannot laughs> once, a, once a quarter. You can't find me. <laughs> like, <laughs> sort of God. That's not how it works. Not how it works. Girl, that's a mess. Yep. That is a mess. Um, mm-hmm. What else is a mess? We decided to give you this like early so we can get to the fun stuff. But yes. this is really, really sickening and heartening what we're about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a story that came out in Orlando. I'm um, a young lady named um, uh, Maya. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say Mia Marcano, um, who disappeared. Come to find out it was um, they found her body. And the killer was the maintenance man of her apartment complex where she lived and she worked. Mm. Okay. Um, it was a lot going on here. So apparently, cause I, I read the story. Apparently, like I said, she lived and worked in this apartment complex in Orlando and one of the maintenance men kept, you know, throwing advances at her advances of her and she kept denying it. And here she comes up dead and he actually committed suicide as well. So it, girl, it's a lot going on. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> ridiculous. Um, a lot of girls have been sharing their story. Actually, like once this came out, a lot of like a lot of women who live by themselves, single women who live by themselves, mm. have been sharing their story about how like the maintenance men in their complex, like the one girl who we talked about earlier, who yeah. she had movers help her move into her apartment, and a guy just kept texting her and was like. I mean, texting her nonstop. He, she never texted him back. Yeah. You talking about some? You not gonna, you not gonna text me back? And he's like, "This is where you live at, right?" I'm, a, I'll come up to your door and just talk to you that way. Like, she's not responding to you, dude. Like, get the, get the hint. People are, people are, and I'm saying people. I'm not just gonna say men, but like people are scary out here. Like mm-hmm. that is, I remember this was a couple weeks ago. Like, um, not a couple weeks ago. It was over the summer. And I was at a funeral out of town with my family and my maintenance manager texted me. You know what I'm saying? She was like, hey, your alarm is going off. Everything okay? And I was like, my alarm's going off. Like, I was like, mm. And it might have been, maybe I didn't hear, like, maybe I didn't press the right button before I left. Because um, I left, like, we left at, like, the wee hours in the morning. So I was like, I was like, no, I'm not even, I'm not even there, sis. Like, you know, I was like, um, she was like, all right, well, I'll just get the key and turn it off. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. She says me back like 20 minutes later, like, yeah, I can't find your key. Oh but means meanwhile, when I when we went to Vegas, there was something wrong with my toilet. My toilet was fixed when I got back. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like that means the maintenance man did have the key to my apartment. Like, yeah. that's not cool. And then you're gonna like for you to tell me I can't find your key. So yeah. my key's just floating around somewhere. Okay. Yeah. That's and I'm supposed sus. to I'm supposed to be safe and renew my lease. No. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. But yeah, it's just like kind of scary when that kind of that stuff happens, you know? And that's so sad. That's just so sad. Yeah. It's um it's it's really like his name was Armando Manuel Cabrera. He was a maintenance worker. Um, yeah, he committed suicide. He broke into her apartment and killed her? It looks like it he was a kidnapping. So, Jeez. and then she was found, um, she was actually found in like a river. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. No, it was like in a wooded area. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah. So, so terrible. please be safe out here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got some crazy women out here. You got some crazy men out here. Just people are nuts. So just continue to stay safe. Keep that thing on you. Like we tell you all the time, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. A knife, just some type of weapon, something. Don't just be walking around here thinking that, you know. Make sure you, here, here's what I want to say. Um, TikTok is a great place, and I learned a lot of stuff mm. about this. And there are a lot of uh, people who sell those little cool-looking things. Mm-hmm. Those things do not work. They're cute. Yeah. They're cute, and it's, they're like pop. It's like paparazzi, but for like weapons. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Those little, you know, the glass thing. Those little things that supposed to break the glass or like yeah. whatever. Like those things are cute, but they don't work. I understand. You know, you want, you know, you like the color pink, and you want all your stuff to match. That's fine. But will it protect you? Right. In a moment of when you need it the most. Yeah. Um. So just when you know, I know. Having things aesthetic is a big thing, but sometimes it's like, what aesthetic about aesthetic in your pocketbook? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> who can see what's matching in your bag? Exactly. Like, oh, she stabbed me with that pink knife. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> cute. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No. Yeah, so think about functionality when you are looking um, up these kinds of things and make sure you know how to use it because something that could also happen to you is that. If you got uh, brass knuckles or something and they end up taking it from you, now you're going to get beat with brass knuckles. Yeah. So 
just think about that. I yeah. know that's a scary thing to talk about, but it's real. That is very, very real. Go to Academy Sports. Go mm-hmm. to a place that specializes in those type of things, not mm-hmm. just off of Amazon or. I mean, Amazon might have some good things too, but like like sis said, like mm-hmm. the colors is not. Yeah. It's not necessary for them to see your pink thing. Yeah. What's the name of that that spe- that po- outdoor world? Sport? What's the one that Bass Con- Pro Sports? The, the the one that's in Concord. Yeah. Yeah. Go to. They probably have all the stuff you need there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not. Yeah. They got guns there. You know. Guns. Academy Sports. Yeah. Um. What's another place? Um. You said Bass Pro Shops. I was gonna say Models, but that's oh, that's Mo- Models is out of business. That's out of business. Dick's Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh yeah, Dick Sporting Goods. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's definitely there's, there's some different places out yeah, there. So yeah. please don't just buy up off over TikTok to help a small business. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with helping a small business, but will the tools keep you safe? Yeah, you can you help know? a big business. Help yeah. Dick's. Yeah, you know. Okay. And aim to shoot. You know, don't miss. For real. <laughs> Honestly. Not that I prevent. You know, I don't promote killing, but. If it's I you, if no it, killer, but don't push me. Right. If it's you or them, I hope you choose you. <laughs> That's really it. That's really it. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to her and prayers up to her family for sure. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm. Um, some obvious news. Uh remote work has been benefiting black workers. Um, no. no, you what? Really? Shock! Wow! <laughs> Shocker! Um, Bloomberg released an article. <laughs> was it today or yesterday? Today, um, over the past year, black workers in so-called knowledge roles like graphic design or data analysis are more likely to say they've been treated more fairly, value their coworkers more, and feel more supported by management, according to a survey by the Future Forum. Um, mm. the survey of more than 10,000 people saw a 26 percentage point increase in black respondents reporting. I am treated fairly at work from a year ago. And similarly, big jumps in other questions about their work lives. Overall, black workers in the U S said their job experience was steadily improving while responses plateau- uh, plateaued among other racial groups in the most recent survey. Oh shit. <laughs> that is so interesting. Ooh, that is so interesting. Wait, say it again. Say it again. The survey of more than 10,000 people saw a 26 percentage point increase in black respondents reporting, I am treated fairly at work from a year ago. Mm. And similarly, big jumps in other questions about their work lives. Overall, black workers in the U.S. said their job experience was steadily improving while responses plateaued among other racial groups mm. in, mo- in the most recent uh, survey. That is interesting. I mean, it's like you don't have to deal with racism at the workplace. You don't yeah. got to deal with just like office rhetoric is real. And it is, oh my gosh, it is horrifying. It's ridiculous. You think about how much stuff we have to deal with on top of being black and and, and in, <laughs> working in working in office hair people coming up and talking to you about wild shit because some people don't know how to take social cues and not talk about like politics or religion mm-hmm. at work um people thinking you're uh you're too quiet why don't you speak um people thinking you're too aggressive in your tone maybe you just talk that way oh uh, why uh why this person never talks to me do they hate me she doesn't want to be my friend i'm not here to be your friend bitch i'm here to get a, che- a paycheck like all kinds of things all types of stereotypes make themselves present in the workplace when you are in office on top of 
people coming up and talk to you when you don't want to mm-hmm. be talked to. People uh, are just crossing boundaries all the time. So this, I if I was if someone had polled me, it would have been it would have been at eighty percent because I too feel like yeah, <laughs> my quality of life has increased since working remotely. Yeah, this mm-hmm. I mean might have gained a few few pounds because you ain't you know walking mm-hmm. around as much but it's like listen mm-hmm. i'm so comfortable with being able to get up turn my computer on i'm i'm not rushed i'm not rushing out the door to make sure i'm beating traffic it's just like all right yes. turn my computer on while that's turning on i can make my coffee while that's happening send an email to make my breakfast i'm chilling mm-hmm. you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i'm still getting stuff done yep you know what i mean yeah. so i do think that a lot of like remote work though has like made um, you know, bosses like pile more work on, but that might just be, be my personal experience right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you're at home, like, okay, but I still get off at a certain time, not working until, you know, just be like, right, I'm home, meaning I have a life outside of my employment with you. I have a hard stop on everything. I've only been in the workforce since we got out of college, but I've made sure that I've always had a hard stop because I know that these companies don't care about you as much as they as you yeah. think they do. So if you get an hour break and you get two 15s, take, you need to be taking an hour and 30 every day. I do not care. I do not care. Do not let your job guilt you into, well, you know we got a lot of work. Y'all going to have a lot of work when, I, when, when I'm not here. Exactly. So, y'all, I'm going to lunch for a full hour. Get away from the – even if it's just like to like go sit somewhere else in the house. Get away from the desk. Yeah. Also, if you work 9 to 6, you work 9 to 6. You don't work nine to six thirty. You don't work nine to seven. You work nine to six. I had a coworker who I had to tell her stop working overtime. She would be working at ten o'clock at night. Oh, girl, because she was stressed out about the station that she had to work. They're not. No, that's crazy to me. Mm. They was calling her. They was calling her on the weekends. And how? Allowed, yeah. Yes. They was. She allowed them to overstep boundaries, and they kept overstepping the boundaries. Create those hard. Create those hard boundaries and keep them. Mm-mm. Your mental health is so important, girl. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's it's not a game. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. So yeah. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, the obvious. We already knew that, but I guess. Uh, yeah. The whites didn't know, but yeah, man, yeah, and that's that's really what it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's really what it was. That's really what it was. Yeah. All right, sis, I'm gonna let you take this next one away. Oh yes. Head wraps and lips do superlatives. Yes. Okay. So for the month of October, um, because homecoming is so near and dear to our hearts, but the fact that we more than likely would not be able to experience it to its full capacity due to this girl coronavirus is not giving up. Like this is the hardest fighter I've ever seen in my life. Um, we decided to take it upon ourselves for the month of October to celebrate a bunch of HBCU grads who are doing just dope things, superlative style. And superlative is like, you know, in your yearbook, most creative, most uh, best home, best take home to mom and dad, best dressed, this, that, and third. So we're doing that for the whole month of October. So, so far we have, uh, we have highlighted two of our phase right now. So we did... Um, most likely to be famous, and Campus Hustler. Mm-hmm. So Campus Hustler goes to one of our favorites, the Cultured Savage. Yay! Okay, Albert T. Wood, who is an alum of Winston-Salem State University. Okay, he mm-hmm. owns the Cultured Savage, which is um, a lifestyle. Actually, you know what? Let me read exactly, because I asked them all to send us their bios and everything, and these guys are working. You hear me? Yes, they are. Okay, work yes, and do what they have to they do. they are. Okay, mm-hmm. so... 
Yes. So Albert T. Woods. So basically, uh, what the Culture Savage is, it is a um, it's an apparel an apparel clothing company dedicated to encourage encouraging positive cultural awareness. He has some really dope things. I have a lot of his. Um, I have Black of the Knowledge. We did a college. I got the cult. I got a bunch of his stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think anytime he's a vendor at a spot that I'm at, I'm definitely gonna support him. Yeah. So shout outs to him. Shout outs to the Winston Salem State Rams. Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah. you know, Aww. for this. Yeah. It's all HBCU love here, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> and then next, most uh, most likely to be famous, we have one of our faves, Mr. Dominic Jones uh, of the illustrious North Carolina ANC State University. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is a cinematographer. I'm going to read his bio. He is really, listen, he's doing a really big. It's yeah, really dope working, to working. see people that you were like literally walking on campus with at a moment and now they're just out here doing phenomenal things okay um so he's a cinematographer finding ways to create during the pandemic in 2020 he shares his philosophies and innovation just this year he shot a music video with emo lee sankofa he also sat down for carly's couch uh, podcast episode 66 since may 2014 he has worked as a freelance second camera assistant and has worked alongside kanye west beyonce travis scott lana del rey asap rocky Pusha t juicy j and others um he actually was just doing some stuff with netflix um just awesome. Awesome. Amazing. So shout outs to you, Damo. Super mm-hmm. duper proud of you. Um, so we're gonna do each week and of course on social media. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, um, at Head Wraps and Lipstays. We'll be highlighting all these dudes. So this Dominique was um not Dominique. Dominic. Dominique most likely to be famous, and Albert T. Wood is Campus Hustler. So tune in next week to see exactly who is going to be up next and make sure you are following us on IG. Yes. It's if it's dope. still up. Um. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you know what? And that's honest. That's that's honest if it's still if instagram is still up make sure you can check us out that is honest we have to put them on tiktok or something like just, right you know maybe we should just <laughs> just, just to be on the same side time. you know what i mean okay. so make sure you want over to tiktok as well exactly. hey rest and lipsticks follow us we are super duper close to five thousand. so, so close so i don't know close. why y'all not over there yeah i don't know i don't stand what's up i don't get it all right ah <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hoocha. we were speaking about boundaries and um, someone who really crossed them this week. Oh, no. She aired herself out. She did it to herself. She did. Ellen Pompeo uh, on her podcast was talking about how she was talking mad crazy to Denzel Washington. I'm going to read this for y'all so we can get a uh, just a feel of what she was saying. So after gushing about Denzel's superstar power and presence during the latest episode of her podcast, Tell Me with Ellen Pompeo, the actress revealed to her guest and former co-star Patrick Dempsey that once she yelled in an improvised line to another character during an emotional scene, it set things off quite a bit. Um, I was like, this is her talking. I was like, look at me when you apologize. Look at me. She recalled yelling at the actor during the scene. And that wasn't in the dialogue. And Denzel went ham on my ass. He was like, I'm the director. Don't you tell him what to do. Okay? He's directing an episode um, for, what's that Grey's show? Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. So she was like, she says, I was like, listen, motherfucker, this is my show. This is my set. Who are you, tele- who, who are you telling? Clarifying that she has the utmost respect for him as an actor and director. Ellen also made it quite clear that despite the incident, it was smooth sailing between the two f- from there on out. What? Like, girl. Why are you, why, first of all, why are you talking to him like that? 
why are you talking to anybody like that? Like, this is my show? Yeah. I mean, like, isn't she, like, the highest paid actress on television right now? I don't know. Like, I read that somewhere, and it might have been maybe in, um, like, last year or something, but, like... Did she talk to Chandra like that? Mm. Well, it was interesting that, um... So, you know Isaiah Washington that used to play on the show Grey's Anatomy? You know he had to tune in on this, like... Yo. <laughs> okay? I thought this was very interesting. Like, what did he say? Oh, my God. I'm scared. Girl. Because <laughs> Isaiah Washington, he be, like, too real sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. So, he said that Ellen Pompeo felt uncomfortable with the idea of him playing her love interest. So, apparently, this is a new tell-all book. Um... That that reminds Grey Anatomy fans that Mr. McDre- Dr. McDreamy, who was played by um, Patrick Dempsey, that guy mm-hmm. could have been played by somebody else. According to the book, Isaiah Washington auditioned for the lead role, not for the role of Dr. Burke. And Washington said that he heard Ellen Pompeo felt uncomfortable with the casting. Um, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, he said that the creator Shonda Rhimes original version for the character was a brain surgeon who looked like Dr. Ben Carson. Um, so a black guy. Yeah, basically. And, uh, yeah. Mm. There's a rumor out there or something that Ellen didn't want me to be her love interest because she had a black boyfriend. What the fuck does that got to do? This is a show. Girl. She, she's married to a black man. She has biracial children. Hmm. Um, I don't know, but that still doesn't mean that you get to talk to our men like that. Yeah, especially Denzel Washington. Especially Denzel Washington, no cause, no drama. Like he is very um, like unproblematic. Yeah, unless he's in a role. Okay, okay. It just shows how much of an elite actor he is. Okay, he brings the drama on set because he didn't even did he cuss at her first? Is that nope? No. All he said was, like, I'm said, the director. He like, said, I'm the director. Don't you tell him what to do. That's all he said. And she going to snap at him and say, look at, what'd she say? Listen, listen motherfucker. <laughs> like, Grey's Anatomy is your only bag, sis. Shut your <gasps> mouth. And, I mean, I don't know what else she does. I never I never watched the episode of Grey's Anatomy. Like, I watched a few episodes. I, I need, They need to cancel it. It's over. It's dead. Dead it. Is it dead though? Because I mean, they like the girls really be like fiending for the new season to come out. The girls are wrong. You know, it's like Shonda Rhimes had like shows come and go. We had Scandal. You had uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. You had Private Practice. You had that. What was that? Bridgerton. Whatever that was. The second season coming back. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah. Like all these shows, and it's like this show is just. It's like. It's like a soap opera. It is. A, it has to be. Or like, um, what's like General. CSI? Like, I saw there's another CSI coming out. Like, yo, like, stop. You know what I can't handle? Those Chicago episodes. Those Chicago, <gasps> Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. <laughs> I, I, one of my stations is NBC, and I, a lot of times, like, I'll be putting the spots in, and it'll be like, oh, this is the wrong program, and I'm Bruh. like, what? They're like, yeah, this is sh- Chicago PD. It's supposed to be Chicago Fire, like. First of all, is Chicago that messed up that they need all these shows? Like, why? And do they, I wonder, do they all intertwine at some point? Like, Yeah, sometimes they do have, like, over, listen. Oh, my, hell no. My dad and my sister Brianna go to Chicago every every week because they watch it. They watch it. That's what daddy said. Oh, I'm about to go to Chicago. Oh, my God. That's what he says. Like, I'm about to go to Chicago. So, like, 
it's like a thing. Like it, it's it's I've heard amazing things about the city, like the Chicago Med yeah. and Chicago PD. I've heard great things about. It. I might have watched an episode or two with my dad, but like the Chicago uh, franchise is making a killing. Girl. Okay, listen, <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Like I'm not mad at it. Like get get your money. Oh my god, make that money. Don't let it make you. All right, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry. Um, someone who let the money make her. Mm. Sage, did she? She had listen. It ain't, it ain't making her no more at all. I'll let you take this away, girl. Okay, so like <laughs> you guys know, Sage Steele is an ESPN. I don't want to call her an icon. She's just been on the network for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, recently she was on a former. Is Jay Cutler still in the NFL? Anyway, she was on Jay Cutler's podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. They were having some very, very different conversations. Um, I want to kind of let you listen to like. Oh, shit, I should have had you send me that. It's okay. Like, here is yeah. Here's one, something that she was talking about. Um, about the census. It just was like, what are you talking about? The last time I filled out my census was, but yeah. if they make you choose a race, yeah. she's like, we're gonna put. I go, well, both. She's like, well, you can't. She goes, well, what about Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial. I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I go, I think that's fascinating consider, considering his black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But hey, mm-hmm. you do you. I'm going to do me. Um, what? Yeah. So she was talking about the census. Then she was talking about, um, she was talking about, um, how women need to be held accountable for the way that they dress and the advances that they get. And I'm not even going to get into that right now. Yeah. Okay. That's Cause a, that's the episode for another day. Yes, it is. But it's ridiculous. Well, um, a lot of these comments made it around social media. This is what sis was talking about early, how social media is the way of the world. Mm-hmm. It has its pros and it has its cons. And this is one of the pros. So she actually made a, um, an apology today, a little too late because ESPN has literally cut her from their network. Like done. Um, yeah, I know my recent comments created controversy for the company and I apologize. We're in the midst of an extremely, of an extremely challenging time that impacts all of us and is more crucial than ever that we communicate constructively and thoughtfully. Um, mm. why was she being shady to Barack Obama? Well, you know, like Sage still has been very like controversial when it comes to Barack Obama and, is she biracial too? She is definitely biracial. Okay. She um actually wait, don't give me the line on that. Okay. I don't know if she's biracial. You know what? Let's just look her up real quick because she Because that comment was just so unnecessary. It really was. It's like, uh, okay, but why are you like what do we what do we gain from that? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, what do we gain from that? Like I think that she, I actually think she's full on African American. Oh, okay. I don't. Mm. Oh, that. I don't know. That was her mom. Yeah. She looked white past. She does. Let me see. Um, let me see. Early life. Oh no. Okay. She, no, she's biracial. Oh, so okay. Her father's African American and her mother is Irish and Italian. So she is also biracial. So mm-hmm. it's like, why? What was what yeah. was the reason? What was what was the reason? What was the reason? Um. Well, of course, the girls were really upset about it because if you remember when Jamel Hill made some comments about Colin Kaepernick and everything else, ESPN was like, oh, we can't have that here. Mm-hmm. And to the point where they literally were trying to ruin her career. But sis came up on top. She's still very much relevant. Yep. She's, and she's, she's, still, she's still 
uh, snatching necks and cashing checks. Yep. Okay. So yes, um, everybody was kind of looking at ESPN like, so why is she still here if you got rid of Jamel Hill? And y'all know ESPN when it comes to black women. Look what just happened with Maria Taylor. It's a lot going on. So Child. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all. But bye, Sage. Bye, um, I think this is a real big thing. It's like, you know, on one end of the thing, it's like you should be able to say what you want to say, but like. Well, when you're representing an organization as big as that, you have to be aware of, you know, like even if you, even if like you say it, like it'll reflect back on that organization. So even outside of being at work and speaking on that network, you got to think about what you're saying uh, on these public platforms. Yeah. Especially like you're, so, and I think it was like, you're on a podcast with an athlete, like, and ESPN is a man's world. Like, let's be very honest here. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the men can say whatever they want to say. Okay. That's why Stephen A. Smith still has a career and the rest of them still have a career. But when it comes to the women, not so much, especially when you are this, uh, well, like bold. Yeah. When you're that bold about nonsense. (laughs) Yes. Like, what are you talking about? And then to come to find out, she also tested positive. So she's down bad twice. Jeez. Hate that for you, sis. Okay, she tested positive. Then she goes to get her first shot of vaccination. Sister. I hate that for you, sister. Yeah. Yeah, she's not a sis. (laughs) Sister? Not even. Not even. Girl. Girl. (laughs) Girl. Not girl. (laughs) Not girl. 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 Hate that for you, girl. Dang, girl. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> up next Pharrell is to cancel the something in the water festival in VA um, I think they've only done like three of them at this point right Two something or, like that yeah something like that yeah um, sis has that story as well basically uh, Pharrell was saying that he you know loves the city that he comes from the state that he comes from but he just does not like the way uh, that Virginia is handling a lot, of, a lot of things. He wrote a nice little letter to the city manager. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of it. He mm-hmm. said, I love the city of Virginia Beach. I've always loved the city of Virginia Beach. And most importantly, our people is part of my beloved 757. Um, yeah, he was saying, we when we did the festival, it was to ease racial tension, to unify the region, bring about economic development opportunities, and broaden the horizons of the local business community. We achieved those things. I wish uh, I wish the same energy I felt from Virginia Beach leadership upon losing the festival would have been similarly... similarly you, you had it right the first time. Similarly. Yes. Challenge along <laughs> following the loss of my relative's life. So if you guys don't remember, um, there was a shooting, a police shooting, police-involved shooting that happened in Virginia Beach. I come to find out that actually Actually was Pharrell's cousin. So he said, I love my city, but for far too long it has been run by and with toxic energy. The toxic energy that changed the narrative several times around the homicide of my cousin, Donovan Lynch, a city of um, a citizen of Virginia, is the same toxic energy that changed the narrative around the mass murder and senseless loss of life at building number two. There was um, a shooting that happened at the city building. I think it was either last year or earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I sang about a ro- I sang about a room without a roof, and I'm tired. I'm tired of kindly and politely being shown the door. Mm. So. I understand that. Basically, Virginia City lost a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was doing this to create, uh, you know, economic opportunity for small businesses and just to bring some type of culture, you know, yeah. to it. So, yeah. like, it sucks that that hasn't happened. But I do think <laughs> that 
um, a lot of artists when they're trying to do things in the city. I do think that this is a good this is a good stand to take. Absolutely, this is a great stand to take. It's like yes. you know what, I'm always gonna love my city, but the way y'all are doing things, mm-hmm. I mean, look at what like we can talk about right here in Charlotte. Okay, CIAA, prime example, was here for years. Mm-hmm. It the the way that business was booming. When CIAA, I mean, you could barely get in anywhere. I don't care where you were. Mm -mm. From South Park to the north side. Yeah. Okay? It was jam-packed. Just money was just flowing. And then stuff kind of shifted. Different negative things came out about the way that the city was treating, um, you know, different establishments were treating treating people of color, Mm -hmm. their guests. And it was just like, you know what? Well, we're just going to take our, you know, take this and go elsewhere. Yep. Yep. And they sure did. And that's exactly what happened. I don't really know how much fun they're going to have in Baltimore party in February. Robin season. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> nice watch. Okay. Run it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and add blizzards on top of that. Oh. It's Baltimore in February. Could you imagine getting robbed in Baltimore? And you cold? In 25 degree weather? No, thank you. That's just no. No. I don't want it. Okay. I don't want no parts of that. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of celebrities, um, you know, when they're talking about giving back to the cities, I think they should kind of pay attention to what's happening there. And so shout out to Pharrell for opening his eyes. Like, you know what? I'm going to take my festival somewhere else, mm-hmm. let y'all get it together, and then maybe I'll come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a wonderful stance to take. I thought, I, I mean, I know, you know, being from any like anywhere, you know, you want to help your hometown or whatever. You want you want to do mm-hmm. bring bring uh, money or economic growth to your to your hometown. But if they're not even treating the people who look like you mm-hmm. with respect, then why are we even doing this? Seriously, you know what I'm saying? So, salute. Va all day. Yeah, that's what Pharrell used to do. He used to do it like that. Yeah. You didn't do it like this? No, VA. I, I don't know. I'm from Philadelphia. Star so. Trek. Now, that I know how to do. Yes, yeah, Star I Trek. Do. I still yeah. can't do the West Side without really, like, yeah. I got to force my fingers. West Side. All right. Let's run through these last couple of ones real quick. Uh, <laughs> whole bunch of thug game activity ah! happening. Um, you, still, you still banging with YG or what's up with that? All right. We can talk about it later. Okay? Oh, I was just asking. Thank you so much. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, we all have moments in our lives. No, I was, I was and I, you know I don't need you to air me out. Like no, that. I was just legit. No, we do it the West Side. And I was like, "Fuck, hunted in my head," and I was like, "Is this really so bang like that?" It's it's fine. All right, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Holly Bailey, Holly Bailey. Okay, first Holly Bailey, not Haley Bailey. Holly, Holly Bailey. Holly ba- Bailey was singing uh, <laughs> Can You Feel the Love Tonight on Disney's 50th anniversary. And the girls are shaking. Oh and, my they God. Sh- and they should be, okay? She looks so amazing. She looked amazing. She sound amazing. Like, uh, that Disney route that she's going, perfect. Perfection. Listen. Perfection. I am so excited for this Little Mermaid movie. I know I'm going to be a crying, blubbering mess in the movie theaters. I don't understand why we got to wait a whole two years for it. Listen, I want them to take their time because I don't want the movie to look anything like that Aladdin crap. Garbage. You know what? I still ain't see that. I saw. I tried to watch it on the Disney Plus, and I was like, nope, I don't think if I want it. it's not I, Robin Williams, I don't want it. And really, no no disrespect <laughs> to Will Smith, you know, but God said, don't watch this. And yeah, I said, okay. No. I said, okay, God, mm-mm, thank you. Thank you mm-mm, so much. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, God knows my heart is not in that remake. Damn. <laughs> So, uh, yes, Holly Bailey looked absolutely beautiful, and um, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the way that y'all are now y'all putting two sisters together. I'm seeing this. Like, you know, oh, my gosh, she was always the classier one. Like, damn, Chloe shakes her ass, and all of a sudden she don't got no class. Right. 
Come on now, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop that. Leave yeah. her alone. And I'm not just talking about the guys. I'm talking about the girls too. Mm-hmm. Y'all hating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, there's nothing wrong with both of them are class acts. Okay, yeah, All right? absolutely. Chloe Bailey ain't doing nothing different than what Beyonce be doing, what Sierra be doing, with Megan. Okay, and Beyonce's forty. All right. <laughs> And she's doing it without a care in the world. Yep. So if this 23-year-old young lady wants to do it to make another name for herself, mm-hmm. then so be it. Y'all just mad because right. your needs is not working no more. And it's fine. And that's fine. Okay. Just stop putting two sisters together or stop comparing the two. It's like, oh, she's a class act. No, she's just in a Disney movie. So she got to keep it chill. Yeah, she got to keep it cute. You know, but once that movie airs out. Yeah. She already said she liked the thug. She the one that liked to fight. Uh, yeah. Chloe ain't the one. Right. So. It is what it is. All right. Right. Okay. Yep. That's all I'm saying. For sure. Um, up next, NBA players not getting vaccinated. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Child. You know, this whole vaccination thing. I am so tired of talking about this stuff. No, seriously. It's just like enough. Like if you don't want to get vaccinated, just don't, but just stay away from people. That's it in a nutshell. Per. So, you know, soon after NFL season starts, the NBA season is right around the corner. Um, preseason is literally starting like tonight. Yeah, like this week, Ooh. literally. Go Knicks. Um, yeah, Knicks, 99% vaccinated, whole organization. Um, but anyway, yeah, so a couple players that have come out saying that they're not getting vaccinated, they're not doing it during uh, media day, and Twitter was a blaze. It was looking crazy. Um, Timberwolves, and um, what's his name, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Denver Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr. Um, who else came out and said they're not getting vaccinated? Somebody else. I'm missing. I'm missing. I'm missing a player. Are they gonna like get rid of these players if they decide not to get vaccinated? Well, you know, all that talking that Andrew Wiggins actually got vaccinated, just like you were talking about missing the bag, because you know Adam Silver was like, okay, cool, you don't want to get vaccinated. How about we cut your salary? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Aww. So then he came out and being uh, vaccinated. So it's like you know, it, I don't know. It's it's like it, it was just it was just funny. Um, Draymond Green came out was saying some stuff about the vaccination. It was just I don't know what was going on with Media Day. Not I didn't hear not nothing about their strategy to win titles. Everybody was <laughs> everybody's talking about everybody's talking about vaccination. It's like yo, can we talk about how y'all gonna win these these titles? Right. Like, do y'all have a game plan? I did um, kind of want to shout out um, Carl Anthony Towns who um, was very honest about how he felt about a lot of his fellow players coming out. You know, being so ignorant about vaccinations. Um, if you did not know, Carl uh, Anthony Towns' mom succumbed to COVID. He had COVID. Um, it's, it was very physical that you can see his pain mm-hmm. of not having his mother, his games last season. So he was like, basically in so many words, like just stay away from me. Period. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm not about to sit here and listen to y'all talk about the nonsense when I've had, and then for y'all to come out and be like, you know, I had COVID. Okay. So, right. 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 Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And y'all are about to be in close contact with each other. Playing basketball is not... Yeah, bodies touching at some point. Okay, at least football players have helmets. Y'all don't have no helmets. Nothing. Okay? So let's just hope that everybody stays safe um, during this current, this new NBA season. Like I said, shout out to the Knicks. 99% of the organization is already vaccinated. I mean, they're going to need that so they can get to the uh, championship. Yes, exactly. Because we're going to get there. Oh. Um... (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that's good for you, baby. I'm really tired of the disrespect. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was about to say. Listen, all I'm saying is I can't believe y'all still running for the bag. I mean, really? I was just telling my sis my job fired so many people on Friday because they had a deadline to get the vaccination. And we got a whole email, like a whole bunch of people like, oh, yeah, by the way, these people don't work. Then they put them in the email. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this person, this person, this person. Girl. Child, y'all running away from the bag. It don't make no sense. People out here with no jobs and they all they ask you to do is get two shots. Gang, gang. And then in the next wave, y'all like, I'm going to get my flu shot. So wait a minute. No flu. You want to get a flu shot, but you won't get no vaccination so that you can just move on with your life. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's so ghetto out here. I hate it. Hate it. So ghetto out here. Um, the James Bond movie is upon us. Diamonds are forever. That's a James Bond uh, song? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shirley Basie sung the Shirley Basie is a black woman. She sung that theme song. Oh, I didn't know that was um from James. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was Kanye West. He sampled Shirley Bassey, yes. Oh. Dame Shirley Bassey. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yes. Okay. Oh, by the way, it's Black History Month in the UK. Shout out to our UK listeners. If you're oh, out there, happy up? Black History Month to y'all. Can't believe it. I know y'all hate that. I know y'all hate when Americans do that, so that's why I didn't do it. So uh, don't come for me. I didn't do it. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it just now, but I didn't do it. But happy Black History Month to our uh, Black UK listeners, if y'all out there. Yes, happy Black History Month. I was about to start saying yeah. another and Look at y'all getting all 31 days. They don't give us that in America. At all. We get 28. <laughs> we get 20. And on a good year, 29. Okay. <laughs> Every four years. Every four years, we get 29. Get an extra, get an extra day. Like, here, Negroes. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I cannot. Um, but what you wanted to say about this movie, sis? Like that? Oh yeah. So like you know, I, I didn't. I didn't even realize that the James Bond movie was coming out. Like I saw one commercial um, while I was at my parents' house, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I remember us talking about it last season. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. About how um, they were saying like you know there's gonna be a black woman who's not she's not playing James Bond, but she's has a very key role in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, this is just my little op-ed. I kind of feel like normally James Bond movies are shoved down our throats. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Daniel Craig, like, that's the dude's name. That yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's shoved down our throats. Like, every two years, another James Bond movie come out, and you cannot escape it. But this year, we have an African-American woman here who was playing a very pillar role in a movie, and it's like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... James Bond coming out. I think also it has something to do maybe with COVID. I mean, I don't want to give... You know, I don't want to, you know, make up any excuses for that. I mean, I'm a big fan of the James Bond's movie, more so the ones closer to where I was alive. Um, so like I the, knew... Like the... Uh, what's his name? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. That guy. Yeah. Um, so I've been looking forward to this movie since we uh, we found out about it. But I haven't watched regular TV in so long, so mm-hmm. I haven't really seen the commercials. So I cannot say... That it actually is like that. So, but I hear you. I mean, yeah, I haven't really seen any ads about it. I mean, I did get my ticket already. I will be up in there. Yeah, I think that's almost. It's just like you know, you see like, you know, on social media, it's like you know, you know about like, uh, you know about all the movies that are coming out. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like with this one, first of all, that this is Daniel Craig's fifth and final time playing James Bond. Mm-hmm. You would think that it would just be a little bit more of a push. Yeah. So I could just be a little bit of like, you know. Just my thought process is like, mm-hmm. well, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? And yeah. this young lady who's playing um, 
she's going to be playing uh, Nomi. Mm-hmm. Her name is Lashana Lynch. I just kind of feel like this is her time to shine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, like I was telling sis, I was like, when I tried to go get my ticket, I mean, like a lot of the shows were already sold out. So, I mean, we are, I mean, we can only tell by the, the numbers. I mean, I, I don't think also that they have to do that much promotion because James Bond already has their fan base. That's true. Kind of set in stone. So like, like the Star Wars people. Yeah. Oh Nerds. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say. Yes, yeah. I did. I meant it. No, but you wanted that lightsaber, though. Again, this is like your third time airing. No, I'm just. What is, what's up? Like, no, I was just saying. Do you want to go outside? No, no, I'm just saying you. <laughs> this is like her third time you airing. You can't call nerds, and you want to be part of the gang. Well, like, I, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know since we tweeting about that the other day, she was like, "Yo, I want this light, this uh, whatever it's called, it's a what's lightsaber, it? a lightsaber." Like it looks really cool, and I saw. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> why why she want that no reason just to have it but I'm not mad at it like there's things I want that's like why <laughs> what do you need that for the flex online <laughs> I need it for tiktok girl <laughs> oh my god yo Ooh, anyway yeah go see James Bond <laughs> yeah def- I haven't seen a James they're fun. I only saw one. The like, ones with Daniel Craig are really fun. My dad's a huge James Bond fan. Like, he was with, like, the Sean Connery days. You know oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my dad's 65 years old, so. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, James Bond runs very near and dear to his heart, so. That's lit. Is he going to go see it? No, my dad is still, like, oh, okay. COVID. Tell him to get a matinee show. Listen, yeah, go well, on a Wednesday. There's going to be nobody in there. He's more like HBO Max, like. Right there on the TV in the chair. Like HBO Max is that girl. You know what? I don't really like the way it's designed, but it has everything. Yo, I was on a date trying to find something to watch. Like, it's a really good app. They have a lot. It's a lot on their cartoon net. Yeah, yo, I don't know who's paying for the subscription, but thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's paying for it. Yo. It's not me. I, I, me need, <laughs> shout out to my, my little cousin is paying for it. Like... <laughs> Thank you for putting me on it, though. I got a profile on there and everything. Yeah, the whole family just... Oh, okay, just circling it, you know? Send me the credentials. Send right. it to me. I got my favorites list. No, damn! I'm on it, George. I love it. I love it. That's what's up. Um. Okay. Fifth week in a row talking about my girl, Brittany. Girl. Um. But sis was like, uh, yeah, just because I'm chilling, don't, I don't want y'all to... Don't expect nothing from me, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm not performing anymore, okay? She said, oops. No. <laughs> <laughs> In the show, let's just end the show. Yeah. I... <laughs> she said thanks, but uh, oh god, I'm sorry. no, ma'am. I'm just saying, no, like, ma'am, absolutely not. Absolutely okay, because I know all the Britney fans, like the free Britney fans, has been like, oh my god, when she gets out of this book, and I have like a world tour of her favorites. She was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna get married, and uh, she said, I'm about to have these kids and get married that I've been wanting to do, live my life, live my life. get annual pap smears, and mind my business, like. <laughs> The bare minimum. Okay. Be like, so sorry. That's man. horrible. That is terrible. Sis couldn't even get her annual. Yo, that's wild. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. But yeah, I'm glad she married that fine white boy. Good for her. She deserves. Yeah, he's bad. He is bad. Yeah, I like him. He kind of looks like a better version of Vil- Wilmer Valderrama. A little bit. He don't look nothing like Wilmer. Don't. Am I seeing a different dude? Yeah, I think you are. Oh. Because Wilmer is not hot. Wow. 
He's not hot. No, he's not. He's he's an attractive guy. I just remember every time I think about him, I think about him doing. Remember you, the the show on MTV called Yo Mama. Mm-mm. They used to have a joke show on MTV called Yo Mama, and he used to host it, which was weird. And he'd be like, "You get a chance to win a thousand dollars in cash monies." Like he would say it like that, and it was weird. Oh, yeah. Anyway, congrats to you, Brittany. Don't do nothing you don't want to do, girl. If you just change your mind, we would like to go to the show. I will have the cash ready. Okay, I'll be there. I will fly out for another, another Vegas residency. Honestly. Yes. Pure. Like. Yeah. 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 Okay, last on the show. Uh, should we give a spoiler alert here? Spoiler <clears throat> alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We wanted to take these last few minutes to talk about <laughs> Squid Game. Mm. Sis, what the hell? What the actual hell? What you mean? What? I turned this on. I turned the first episode on, and I was like, this ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way people was watching this. Yo. Okay. So to give you a little background, Squid Game is a show on Netflix that is literally on its way to being the high, I think it's like the most streamed show in Netflix history. Which is insane because before that was Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. This is a Korean-based show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creator of the show literally uh, was rejected 10 years ago. Yes. Um, and now he's going on to make billions of dollars with this. So, shout out to him. This just shows you, like, the grind never stops. Like, mm-hmm. do do not give up on your dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Squid Game... Squid Game is dope. I um I was a fan. I am a fan. I was enjoy I enjoyed every minute of the show. Um just made my trust issues go sky high. <laughs> Yo. I trust no one. I thought I made a whole I think I did like a little voice note on uh Twitter about how like how I felt about the show or whatever. Um some of the scenes were shot absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. The tug of war episode. Yo. I had to pause because I was like, okay, when we get to the scene, when we get to the scene where they're actually up there and it's the way it was shot. Even it was like amazing. The anticipation of having uh, Il Nam voice over, like how the, the way to set up for tug of war yeah. and then like just the aerial shots down. Like I. Yeah. It was shot beautifully. It was shot so beautifully. I thought, and I said the, the other episode of the other, um, when they're doing like the with the glass, I thought oh that, my god! I thought that was also shot very wonderfully Sick. as well. Um, so if you guys don't know, so Squid Game is uh, the series is about a bunch of um, Koreans who have some serious money issues, mm-hmm. and they are they they do this they volunteer themselves to go to this place to play a bunch of child games instead of uh, when you either you when you lose the game if you lose the game you die. Um, and it has to be one winner. Well, they um, call it eliminated. Yeah, they, they, you're eliminated. <laughs> they don't literally. know. They, they don't know that they're going to be. They're going to die. That's true. They have no, no clue yeah. until after the first. Brrr, yes. Okay. Um. So literally, it was 456 mm-hmm. players, and it ended with one. And so every time a certain number a number of players would die, their piggy bank would fill up. So like each player was worth like a certain like couple of million dollars. Yeah. And at the end. The last player would get $45 billion. billion dollars, yeah. Sis. Sis, you know what I'm about to ask you? No. You wouldn't do it? No. I don't know. I Those type of games? I would do it. I don't know. $45 billion is a lot of money not to try. 
You know what scene, like, you know what episode really had me anxiety with the damn cookie? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, hurry up, finish, 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 please, 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 finish, finish. Oh no, 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 no. Oh my Girl, God. That's, that series, because um, I was telling my parents, I was like, you need to watch it. But then I told my mom, no, because my mom is very like this. Yeah. She would have been like, what do you have me watching? Um, yeah, so if you can't like deal with like people getting shot and stuff like that, then I would say don't watch it. And I'm not talking about shot from afar. Like no, I'm talking hurt. about like Bomb, boom, like shot to the head. Not a not a game. Yeah. Um. I was really upset when sis died. Okay. I was mad at that. <laughs> I was like, yo. I was kind of sad too. I was like, why? Like my sis and my man's like they were supposed to. Yo, listen. Shout out to Song Woo. True villain. I loved it. Yup. When I say, okay. <laughs> True villain. Was not expecting him to be the villain. I loved it. I lo- me neither. And I loved every minute of it. I was like, yo, like this dude is ruthless. When my man jumped to that glass, was like, yeah, we can figure it out. And put <laughs> you do. I was like, oh. Bruh, like I was like, yo, the, the, the worst was The Rocks with Ali. Yo, that. I actually felt something in my chest. I was like, I had to pause. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, damn. I was like, why you do my man Ali like that? Why you do him like that? But what did we say early in the show? It's either you or me. Yo. You either die hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. (laughs) But when we say the plot twist, yo, the plot twist at the end of the series is like, are you kidding me? I want to say I absolutely knew that he was a part of it. Really? I had a feeling because cuz actually what I first thought was player 1 I so when the cop goes into the office to look at the things and yes. he's looking at like players and stuff and it says something about players since 1999. So what I was thinking in my head was this old guy is a part of it and he's been playing since 1999. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, okay, that would make sense. Yes. But I knew he was a part of it somehow, but I just didn't know like that. I'm gonna say this. I thought the cop being he didn't. Re, I didn't know why. You know, the, I was like, there was no need for him to be there, especially because of the way that you know what I mean. I mean, I guess it was just to reveal the front man. Yeah, which really wasn't that much of a reveal. Yeah, the, it was like the, oh. the cop plot line was kind of useless. Yeah, which, I was which is like, a shame because he was cute. Yeah, I was like, oh, so that's his brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All I know is that Halloween 2021 is going to be very interesting. So many of y'all are going to be Squid Game. I know it. I know so many people are going to have like Squid Game costumes. I'm I'm expecting it. Very much so. Yes. Um I will say those ma- like it w- it was a little scary, you know, the mask the just the whole thing really? like Really? It gave me PlayStation vibes. Very much so. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, PlayStation." I just don't <laughs> like I'm I'm not a person for masks. I'm really not uh-huh. like I don't like not seeing. Like who am I talking to? I don't I don't like that. And I never have been. Even when I was little, I don't like, I need to take that mask off when I'm talking to you. Not take that mask off when I'm talking to you. Yeah, I don't play that. I don't play that. Yeah, so if you are interested, um, if you stayed this long, then you probably already watched it, or you just wanted to have the show ruined for you, that too. Um, But let let us know what you thought about Squid Game. Would Would you participate in the game? I would participate. I don't know. I would. $45 billion is a lot of money. And I'm giving you Song Woo energy. I'm sorry. I will do it. It's the whole, I think it was like when they were playing hopscotch with that glass. That was really scary. 
But that's why you got you got to know how to pick the, the right number. You got to know how to pick the right number. And I really think that being like in the back was is best. Yeah, that was I was so happy because I was like, dude, why, why? Yeah. Why would you do that first? Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was the name? The villain? Song Wu. Yo. Song Wu energy all day. Uh, Unnecessary. I loved it. I love villains in movies. So you do. I don't know why. I just like. I think it's kind of cool. Like, just like it's nice no. to see the alternate, alternate of the good. Like, what is this? Like, why? What makes you turn that way? My man was six hundred million dollars in debt. You were six hundred million dollars in debt. You and like, he was running from the cops. So he was just bad altogether. Yeah, he was. He was going to kill. And his friend, uh, the, who's the main character name? Guillaume. Like, I mean, he was like gassing him. Like, oh my god, this man Yo, went to business school. I was like, shut up. He was he was so friendly and just so like he was sweet. He was such a sweet dude. Like, but no, 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 he wasn't. Because when he decided not to go on that airplane. That pissed me off. With that red hair. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know, but when I tell you, I had to pause this. Because I well, I guess crazy. the red hair, maybe he's going to become one of the people. I don't know, but uh, I can't wait for season two. I'm, I am all in. I am uh, all in. Are these actors still alive? Because 10 years ago is a long time, unless they just were shot it, and he just, they hadn't shot it. Ten years ago, they, they probably, it's probably, I don't know. Yeah, and no, I, th- yeah, I was really, he's basically like he had pitched it. He's pitched it to numerous people, and they was like, nah, they thought it was too gory. And Netflix was like, mm, actually, yeah. And look, okay, that. that's what's up. Shout out to him. Shout out. Shout out to him. Yes. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Now I need something else to watch. Uh, watch all the Queen's Men on BT Plus. Did you try it? No. I think my dad has BT Plus, so I might just get his account. Yeah. Because. It's fun. Mm. Um, we do have a new review, y'all. Okay. Look at that. This is from Teacher Girl 89 Okay. The comment is, the title is called Love the Show. She gave us five stars, or they gave us five stars. Um, they said, this show is all good vibes, and I love it. I've been meaning to rate it five stars. So sorry I kept forgetting. Much love. Thank you. What's her name? Teacher Girl 89. Thank you, Teacher Girl 89. Much appreciated. Thank That's you so much for following the rules. Yeah. Exactly. Pre- appreciate you. Yes. Appreciate you so much. Absolutely. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Um, with that being said, mm. make sure you follow us on all of our social media. All we're, of it. We're on Twitter at Head Rep Pod. We're on Instagram at Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Dot com or, or you can go to our website www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com where we got crewnecks like this one I'm wearing today. Yes, so fly. Crewnecks and t-shirts that are for sale but not on sale. Um, don't forget that we are still trying to open up our studio and you can help us with that. The GoFundMe link is in the bio. If you don't rock with GoFundMe, the cash app is dollar sign Pod. That'll also be in the uh, the bio as well. And don't forget, we are on a bunch of platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and TikTok. Woo. That's a lot to say. That's it. Remember, when you rate us five stars, we read it on the show. Just like Teacher Girl 89. Sorry. You good? Yep. All right, mm-hmm. sis. Um, All right. Go ahead and read your joke. All right. I got a good one for y'all today. Oh, God. I got a good one for y'all today. It's from a listener. It's from a listener. Why can't Jesus wear jewelry? I don't know. Because he breaks every chain. <laughs> Who's that from? Who's it from? You know the song? Break every chain. I do. To... Thank you, Charles, for sending that to me. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Ah, I 
love it. This is exactly why I'm not going. I'm not going to answer the phone when you. Come That's not me. nice. Don't do him like that. No. Thank you, Charles. Why are you doing me like this? He doesn't set the last three jokes. I did, you know what? And I want to say I did say Sierra is going to kill you. Yes, that was my response. Yes, with with the laughing emoji like several times. He's done for in these. Streets. That was hilarious. It's over for him, Charles. It's over. for I gotta you. text my pastor that one. <laughs> I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Ah, that is so funny. I'm annoyed. Y'all know y'all can send me jokes. Send them over here. Send them to the uh, Instagram page. Send them to the po- uh, the Twitter page. You can send them to my Twitter page, my Instagram page. All the pages. I get them. Don't send them to me. Send them. You can send them to her. I'm about to block her on Twitter. Why? Because she, Twitter and TikTok, she be sending me corny jokes. But they funny though. Are they? Yes. <laughs> they are funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She killed that Chipotle bowl. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. That squid game had no chance. Bye, y'all. See y'all next week. All right. Bye. Peace Peace. out. (laughs) Tragic. Tragic. (laughs) Tragic. Oh, that was so funny.